G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our sights to Africa and some insights today into what one ministry is doing in the East African nation of Kenya. Bishop Dr. William Uma, who's the founder of Harvest Land Ministries International, is about to arrive in Australia. He'll have a number of engagements in Tasmania and then up into North Queensland. But he's joining us to talk about some of the work that's going on in Kenya under his care. Uh, Bishop Uma, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, William Uma, the work that's going on in Kenya, give us a, a quick snapshot of the things that you do under your banner of Harvest Land Ministries International. We are actually involved in five, uh, what I would call five-fold ministry, not necessarily the gift, but these are five goals that we are achieving. That is, we are involved in evangelism, in church planting. We are involved in um, uh, um, uh, uh, leadership training, development, and compassion. Now, um, a major thing on my heart is about compassion, and um, this is dealing with the, you know, people that are disadvantaged in life. They don't have what to eat. They don't have a home to live in. And um, uh, it is so sad sometimes to see young girls in that particular scenario. So we try to take them from the street, bring them to a safer place, and provide them some food and shelter and clothing. So describe for us Kenya in the sense of Kenya not being the poorest country in Africa, but there are all sorts of issues that you deal with, with children living on the streets, uh, difficult family lives, uh, the issue of AIDS and orphans who are left without parents. Uh, Describe how Kenya sort of sits in the spectrum of what other nations are facing in Africa. Um. Kenya, uh, yes, maybe not too poor as far as, um, you know, the way the world can view it, but um, on the, you know, on, on the ordinary way um, of life, uh, many people, there are those who have the money on this side, and they can live their life and everything is okay. And on the other side, there is a, you know, the other group that may not have enough to live on. And so that can also be a little difficult for them. And so, uh, because of this disparity, we, it has been very difficult to kind of, um, you know, uh, bridge the whole thing. Now, the government started a program in that particular direction, helping out, but it went far, and so the government seems not to have, you know, any access or funding, so to speak, to be able to do this. Or if they do, 
they are not doing it. And so the church, uh, which we belong to, uh, a group that we belong to, in other words, that the church, the entire, you know, um, church community in Kenya, um, is feeling the pinch. There is no way you are going to continue preaching well, doing well church work, and having so many people on the street and a lot of uh, difficulties here and there in terms of aid, um, AIDS, um, like the place we live in is um, the worst um, affected area in Kenya with uh, HIV and AIDS also. And so these are some of the scenarios that we are having to handle. And so we decided we are not going to wait for the government. We are going to do it ourselves. You can't wait for the government. And what I can hear you saying is that as a Christian leader and you're interested in evangelism and church planting and raising up leaders and community development and and you've got this side of your ministry which is compassion. But in one sense, they all work together because as you're evangelizing, you can't do that without caring for the needs, without having the compassion for people on the streets. And in enabling people to actually do that within church life, you're raising up leaders and making disciples. It all works well together, William. Yes, definitely. Uh, They work hand in hand. That's why I said it's very difficult to evangelize a hungry or um, a displaced person in that particular scenario, you know. So that is why um, evangelism is part. I mean, uh, compassion is part of evangelism. It is part and parcel. It is the same job, you know, reaching the people spiritually and physically and emotionally or mentally as well. We're talking with Bishop Dr. William Uma, who's the founder of Harvest Land Ministries International. He's coming to Australia this week and he'll have opportunity to make new friends in Australia. There is a website where you can get specific dates, but he's going to be visiting Tasmania and North Queensland, harvestlandministries.wixsite.com. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. We're getting insights into Kenya in East Africa and the work that's going on there under the leadership of Bishop Dr. William Uma, who is the founder of Harvest Land Ministries International. He's visiting Australia through this coming week and looking to make friends because, as we discovered in our first segment, the work is so significant, the work is so great, even in a land like Kenya, that there's partnerships required to make things more fruitful into the times to come. Uh, William Uma, as we talk about Kenya and you're coming to Australia, you'll be meeting with Australians looking to make friends. No doubt you'll be wanting to make those friends into new partners for the sorts of work that you're involved in in Kenya. Yeah, um, my coming to Australia is actually to um, share what we are doing and I believe God will be calling some people to stand with us and partner with us in this vision and um, be able to uh, be like a helping hand in achieving this goal. Like I said earlier, when you see you, 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 you see these children, both boys and girls, and especially 
empathy, a special empathy on the young girls on the street and without food. That puts their lives um, in a very bloody situation. And that, you know, turns them into prostitutes, young mothers underage, of course, and, um, you know, all kind of, you know, uh, scenarios that you may not necessarily want to see if you are a parent to see your own girl going through that. And so that is the, you know, that's why I'm interested in getting partners and people that can be having the same feel for this particular ministry to work together. William, when you take a young girl off the streets and you give a roof over her head, some provision for meals on the table, an opportunity for education, you literally are saving a whole life. You would have many stories of many of those young girls who have taken a completely different direction because they've come into contact with your ministry. Yes, I, I, I do have, um, you know, uh, several people that, uh, several girls that we have taken off the, you know, the street and uh, the example of that. Um, like one, I, you know, there is one that I, we took on several years back, um, about six years ago, uh, and she has gone through university. We were paying fees for her. We provided housing and we took her out of the whole situation. She has now, she's now through with the university. She's working for the government in, in, in the law office. And, uh, you know, she's actually in charge of the uh, incorporation of uh, churches and the ministries in Kenya. And so you look at that when people see her in that office, see an officer. For us, we see a young girl who did not have a future but who does have a future now and she will be supporting this kind of work again. I see, you know, young boys that we took from the street and they are now working with us in the church. They're actually on my uh, leadership team in dealing with this particular project. And they did not have a future and we got them from the dump site. And uh, so they, they have been to school now and they have to kind of help run the ministry today. So with such examples, I'm like, yeah, we can turn as many as we can if we can get some partnership here. And those who are working with you, uh, they are growing and developing as leaders. You have some specific leadership programs. In fact, you've planted over 200 churches. Uh, Are those mainly around Kenya or are they branching off into other nearby nations to Kenya? We have work in um, in Kenya and eight more countries. Um, uh, that is, we have work in DRC Congo. We have work in Burundi. We have work in Rwanda. We have work in Tanzania and Uganda, South Sudan, all around us. And so, um, these two hundred plus churches are spread in these places. But of course, a huge amount of churches are within Kenya. And so that is where we began. That is where our main work is best. Our our leadership development is basically on the, um, you know, uh, lead, uh, teaching and training of leaders through um, a, a four-year program that gives them, uh, you know, a good education 
to be able to lead and take over the responsibilities of leadership for various churches. And it does, they don't have, that does not, um, um, it doesn't have to be just leaders within our own congregation, but even leaders from other churches within the region. Well, an opportunity to meet Bishop Dr. William Uma, who is the founder of Harvestland Ministries International. He's coming to Australia. We've been on the line with him today from Kenya. He's going to be in Cairns from Friday the 2nd of June until Monday the 5th of June. And in that time, he'll be speaking at a couple of different local churches in Cairns, including the Good Shepherd Anglican Church in Edge Hill. He's also going to be visiting Tasmania and will be in Sydney and in Canberra. There is a website where you can find out some details, harvestlandministry.wixsite.com. You can also make donations there too. But Bishop Dr. William Uma, thank you so much for taking some time to share your insights about what's happening with your ministry in Kenya and in those eight nations beyond where you've planted 200 churches. Uh, you're doing an amazing work there and we honour you for that. Thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you so much. I appreciate all that. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.